here and beyond. Get ready for raising the cane. Hello there, this is Michael Kane from Raising the Kane, flying solo today. Well, today we have a good show for you. I know that's self-serving, but this segment is called All Things Money. Yes, that's right. This segment is about saving and investing and prospering, becoming wealthy, one dollar at a time. That's right. So before we get all inflated wallet and bank account, we have to talk about savings. That's right, folks. Savings. Um, I know uh, it's a dicey subject, you know, especially since the uh, pandemic situation has caused many to lose their jobs or have pay cuts and of that nature. However, for us to get on the road to prosperity, we have to consider how much we're saving in the good old bank account, right? Or in the mattress, if that's your thing. So let's let's talk about some nice statistics first. The average American household, the income they earn is 78000 and some change. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, not me, the Bureau of Labor, the BLS for short. That means after taxes, south of 67000 That means their spending is around 61000 resulting in $6,017 savings each year. And you know, that comes out to a little better than $500 a month. You know, that's better than nothing. Because some folks just have zero and nothing. I've been there, done that. Nothing wasn't looking too good for me. And so, let's move on. According to Northwestern Mutual Study, 22% have less than 5,000 savings for retirement. And let me stop there for a moment. When you're on the younger side, by the way, I was on the younger side once. I think I still am compared to a hundred year old um, or 200 years old. <laughs> when you're young, you're not thinking about retirement. Most of us aren't. Some of you brilliant ones are. But when we're uh, 15, 18, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, even 30, we're not thinking about, oh, the end of the rainbow. We're at the beginning of the rainbow. Why should we think about the end of the rainbow? Well, folks, that end of the rainbow comes pretty quick. Life moves quick. Look, it's August. It's almost Halloween and Christmas. 
2021 and we're plowing through it. So things, time goes quickly. And before you know it, you're blank, blank years old. And what do you have to show for it? And that's even for high income earners. A lot of high income earners, they don't save their money. They don't save. They don't save. They don't save. Have that flashy car, red Ferrari. Saw one today speeding through on the freeway. That's fine. That's fine. You want to keep up with the Joneses? Having that nice platinum gold four carat bracelet or ring. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Just make sure you're not eating dog food in about 30, 40 years from now or pawning that. So all that stuff you're accumulating throughout your life. You can't enjoy things because all your money's gone for flashing it around. The bling, 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 bling. The, the bling, bling, bling. So, oh, I'm preaching, aren't I? Oh, yeah, I know some of y'all don't like that. No one's telling you what to do. You do what you need to do for you. Um, well, we're here. This show is to help build you up, provide some valuable information, some tips, some things to consider to get on the road to wealth, the road to prosperity. Hey, I'm still on that road, folks. Okay. Um, I wasn't always on that road, but oh, hey, I'm on that road. I'm on that road. So, According to Northwestern Mutual Study, 22% have less than 5,000 savings in retirement. Didn't I say that before? So, you know, is it better than nothing? Yes, but it's paltry and it's insufficient. And uh, it's going to lead to catastrophe if you don't boost up that rate of savings. And dig this. 46% say they don't even know how much they save for retirement. Don't even know. Don't even know. Oh, my gosh. That's not a good thing. And so the uh, the rate of savings in American household is abysmal. However, because of the pandemic, you know, that has increased somewhat. Yes, uh, because everything was closed where you couldn't spend the money. But if you were one of those folks negatively impacted by a loss of a job or a serious reduction in income or furlough, then uh, that's a challenge. So I understand real life happens to real life people. I've been there, done that. Should I give a testimony now? Did someone ask me that? Should I give a testimony? Hey, I've been in the bankruptcy court, folks, once foreclosure it is not pretty result of life happening and poor decision making okay let's take responsibility let's accept it as is no excuses making bonehead decisions after another will lead you into bankruptcy and foreclosure and all other things in between that aren't pretty. Sleepless nights. Oh yeah, been there, done that. Uh, so you can learn from experience, but 
certain experience you don't want to have in your life. You want to borrow other people's experience, like on this this talk right now we're having, right? So, you know, what should you do? Uh, and there are so many YouTube videos and podcasts out there. You cannot say, I don't know what to do, what I don't know, what I know to know to know what I don't know. It's not, in, it's not genuine. That would be ingenuous to say, I don't know anything. Because you have people like Dave Ramsey on there. You have David Bach, Susie Orman, and on and on and on and on. A whole lot of great people on YouTube. Informative. <clears throat> so many books in Amazon or Barnes and Noble, uh, and just on just Google something, and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. So let's go back to the fundamentals. The fundamentals, folks. Uh, how much should you save? Well, first of all, a rainy day fund. You've heard of it. You've heard of it. And we're not even we're not going to even get deep into a budget right now, but we got to touch it topically. But emergency fund, rainy day fund. If something happens, let's say the engine transmission or something goes out in your car, or, uh, something happens at the house and you have to make repairs on the pipes or something. Unexpected expenses, unexpected job loss, unexpected health care uh, costs. Anything can happen. When you look at uh, folks that are homeless or challenged or have to stand in the food line at your local church. Hey, I've been there too, folks. I was standing there in my nice suit in that cheese line, in that basket of food line at the church before I went to work. Seven in the morning. I've been there. Done that. And uh, it's not pretty. Yes, I've been in that unemployment line to $5 left in my pocket once. Slept in the car, slept on the garage floor. Oh, yeah. See? So I have some experience, some level experience. Not the worst. But um, rather not repeat those mistakes and that situation. Um emergency so anything can happen you get the idea here with this dramatization here so how much is minimal how much too much well you can never have too much in the bank oh i got how much money you have in the bank i got too much i never heard someone say that hey michael you got money in the bank how much too much never said that never hear that out of michael kane's lips whatsoever so what do we do? Three months minimum. That's the bare minimum. Six months even better. But if you can squeeze out a nice year of savings in your household, it may take more than one of you in that household. Yeah, you get everybody to work now. Everybody should be earning money. Contributing to the household. Yes. Yes. So three to six months would be fair. Six to one and two years would be more fair, if possible. So now, um, 
let's talk about other savings. So you have your rainy day fund, your emergency fund set, which is untouchable unless there's emergency, folks. Not gambling, going to the casino, the racetracks, uh, poker, wherever playing, uh, lottery, foolish purchases, $500 tennis shoes when you don't have any money. Um, uh, I like David Box, Automatic Millionaire. Talks about the latte factor, and it's like it, it made me realize well, how much money am I spending on a muffin every day or some famous Amos cookies? No offense, I love those cookies. Oh, I love those cookies. Uh, how much I'm spending on this or that, and folks that smoke cigarettes, okay, you're spending, you need to buy a car, but yet you're spending 3000 a year on smoking cigarettes, or those who love their coffee. Oh, I got to have my coffee. You're broke, indigent nearly. You got bills overdue, but yet you can find some way of digging in that pocket and getting $10 out every day for that special brew. So the latte factor is a uh, placeholder for any thing that we spend our money on unnecessarily. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't have fun. Of course you should have fun. Have it occasionally or every week, but not every day, five to seven days a week. Especially when you're indebted. You have high credit card. Oh, God, I'm not even getting That's a whole segment by itself. I had 40000 in credit card debt. I've been there, done that. Okay, 40000 I had. Ooh, that hurt. Ouch. Didn't have any money in here. Just paying the minimum. There we go. That's how we get it. The minimum. You know what I'm talking about. And so, now, let's say we want to save for our child's education. There's excellent 529 plans. Check out your state. And uh, and also, uh, and, uh, stockbroker, investment companies. They offer alternatives. So, uh, allows you to save tax advantage uh, when you pull that money out. So just uh, imagine uh, that uh, now you're starting to save for emergency fund, you're saving for uh, your child's education, and what else can you save for? For how about a brand new car? Uh, how about uh, vacation, a home? Just go on and on and on and on and on. Things you can save for. You should label every dollar you have, call it something where it's earmarked for a specific uh, expense uh, or or a uh, an account to build it up so you can pay in cash. So those are things you can do. So with savings. So now you should increase your opportunity to save more by uh, you can get education you know go back to school maybe or you can um, ask your boss for a raise those are all the things you can do uh, to improve your uh, savings rate and how about adding a gig or a, a side job having two or three jobs if necessary a gig job maybe you have a special talent maybe you have 
something um, you can sell to make extra money, you know? And so just think about it, your particular skill set. And so you can do that. And so anyway, uh, before you consider uh, any major purchases, you should really dig down and see what your goals are, your purpose are, and do a budget. I know that's a nasty word. I know you don't want to do a budget. But we're going to get into uh, uh, how do I do a budget on the next All Things Money, okay? So for now, I think you've heard enough. And I said enough. So until next time, folks, ciao.